Welcome to Spooky, Spooky Bad Pilots, uh, the Halloween-themed spooky podcast that is definitely not a ripoff of How Did This Get Made? As always, I'm your host, Dan Brio, and today we watched a Netflix original. I haven't done too many Netflix originals, you know? I think this is just, just like our third or fourth or something. I remember we did Winks. Back mm-hmm. in the day, mm-hmm. this is kind of like Winks in that it's another like dark YA drama. This is the television adaptation of the popular, I would even say legendary slasher horror franchise, Scream. Trick or treat, Aiden. Trick or treat, Dan. How are you? I'm I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good given what we watched. Mm, um, I don't yes. think I've ever seen that much kissing in my life, IRL or on screen. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I feel like uh, I drank a big glass of water after watching this just to literally get my palate cleansed. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, just because I thought a lot about gum health and, you know, um, oral care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good, man. You know, when one thinks of Halloween and spooky season, there's... You know, bats, candy, pumpkins, and uh, oral care also. That's That's, uh, an important one because of the candy, you know. So Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I I didn't love this one either, but it's something I wanted to talk about because I knew it existed. And the Scream franchise is, I think, my favorite horror franchise. Wow. And uh, I, I love, you know, all things horror. And this is something... I'd been wanting to check out, and I wanted to have specifically our guest today. She is a horror buff and aspiring final girl, and yes, she (laughs) did ask me to describe her as that. Please welcome to the pod, Michelle Sheldrop. Michelle, what did you think of Scream the Show? Thanks for having me. I'm very conflicted about it. Okay. I think I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt a little bit too much. Because going into it, I watched it. I was like, this kind of sucks. But I wanted to see it through the eyes of like 16 year old Michelle, who would mm. probably like fucking love this. Mm. It's like just bad enough. So yeah, I wanted to look at it through the lens of like a teenager, similar to when I first saw Scream. Right. It's kind of bad, but it's the kind of bad that I think I would have been really into. It feels distinctly me too, uh, pre me too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was sort of a rude awakening, realizing how involved the Weinstein brothers were in this. Really? In this in this show specifically? Yeah. Oh, oh Yeah, shit. the first two seasons, and then I think Me Too happened before season three, and then they changed production. Oh, wow. Gotcha. I'm not going to lie. This, this uh, recording kind of snuck up on me, and I did like zero research, so <laughs> I appreciate. <laughs> I left it all for today. Okay, okay. Actually, for research, last week I watched Scream 3 and 4 to try and like build up and catch all the oh, references. Nice. But wow. I think I burnt myself out because by the time I got around to watching the show, I was like just so sick of it. And it took probably three or four solid tries to get through the full wow. episode. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. It's It's not great. There's not a whole lot to like here. But there is a lot to talk about. And again, I just wanted to say I wanted to have you on for this episode because I think you watch more horror films than anyone I know. And I know because you will often post on Instagram and sort of leave it up to even your followers to uh, decide what you watch or yeah, you know, if yeah, you'll be like this movie versus Fine. this movie. What should I watch? And it's usually like 
Black Christmas versus like Halloween 2 or something like that. So Yeah, or I'll do which Halloween or the original or the remake and uh everyone always chooses the worst option. Like whatever yeah. it is, nobody's ever <laughs> choosing like the like cool, like weird film thing. Yeah, I have made a huge habit out of uh, sharing title cards for every mm. movie that I watch forever. Yeah. I just have a terrible memory, so <laughs> it's helpful for me to be able to look back and see what I've watched. <laughs> Mid-movie, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? And then you just check your own story, like, oh, yeah, 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 right, right, That's right. happened a few times. <laughs> yeah. So, Michelle, you're the perfect, the perfect person to ask then, because I have zero context around the Scream franchise. Ooh, does this, okay. is outside of like, you know, the bullet points, but does this show, is it true to the Scream lore? Does it kind of, you know, go its own route? What's the, uh, what's the connection beyond just a very obvious inspiration? That was at the front of my mind for basically this entire thing. Yeah. I have been trying really hard not to compare it to the original in the fact that in the sense that it has to be exactly the same. Right. But if you named it something else, I don't think it would change that much. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Okay. And, and I have, uh, I have thoughts on that question, Aiden. But before I dive into that, I do just want to give the listeners at home a very quick rundown of the show itself. So like I said, this is a Netflix original that came out on June 30th, 2015. Mm. And the description online is, at the center of the story is a group of teenagers, classic, with two old friends struggling to reconnect at its heart, who, says the network, become lovers, enemies, suspects, targets, and victims of a killer who's out for blood. And I I really think that, like... <laughs> As opposed to killers that are out for other things. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he just wants friends, you know? Yeah, exactly. Killer's yeah. out just to clear his mind. Killer's <laughs> out just to, you know, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer's out for an ice cream. <laughs> they finally catch him and he's just like walking around the block smoking a joint listening to a podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, what do you think he listens to? Cereal? It's definitely cereal, right? Definitely, definitely. My favorite murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's got to be. <laughs> or it's just like NPR. It's just like <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think that if anything, this movie is more similar to Friday the 13th, like Jason Voorhees and like the way he kills with the lake and, and even the mask is more Jason than it is Ghostface. Right. And it's all based on some mass murderer from years ago who, uh, because he was Brandon deformed. Brandon James. And, yeah, that's his name. Because yeah. he was deformed and stuff. So even, like, the setup is more, like, Friday the 13th. In Scream, like, Ghostface mm-hmm. has no origin story. Scream is just, like, satire. Scream is just them being like, haha, look at slashers. Like It's two kids in a Halloween costume that they got at a Five and Dime store. Spoilers! Yeah. Wait, and this movie came out like 20 years ago, dude. Actually, I I wanted to ask, what is the official spoiler policy? I say go for it. Yeah, we just go for it. Okay. In the films (laughs) and the show, I can say whatever. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shows we talk about, I don't think anyone wants to watch them. (laughs) I don't want anyone to watch this show. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so before we dig into the, the plot points, I'm glad that you said 2015 because for some reason... I had in my head watching this that it was made like in 2018. Me too. 
And because I think it says it on Netflix, which it must be the date of the most recent season or something. Because when I turned it on, I was like, does everybody just have like an iPhone 5? And, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, th- that one main character's walking around with like a camcorder that looks like from 2003. And I know it's not an aesthetic choice. I think that's out of necessity. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, the tech was really throwing me off. The references were throwing me off. Even the way they dress, I was like, this can't be a, from a few years ago. Or it's like the costume department. It's just like we have a bunch of shit left over from like Riverdale's like first season. Like, <laughs> you guys want to use this? I was thinking that it could possibly be a reference to Scream Four, mm. in which uh, they carry around like a camcorder the whole time, and the thought is that the killer is filming the murders and is trying to get famous by posting them online. That was my guess. Such a early 2010s like Hollywood like trope. And yet it's. Like- it's- it's grown, like, not at all since then. Right. Just boomers writing about how kids want to go viral. That was, like, something that I made a ton of notes about just yeah. watching this. And also the weird – so many movies and shows, they have fake websites or, or fake oh, analogs dude. of, like, Twitter and whatever. And this one – but this yeah. one was so all over the place because they had a fake Twitter. Oh, I wrote that down several Chirpster. times. <laughs> they had Chirpster. But then they were also, like <laughs> – then they were mentioning Facebook and Instagram. So I'm like, okay, in this world, all of our social media platforms exist, but then there are also these offshoot, like, competing. And I was like, this is not important to the plot at all, but I was, it threw me off every time they were like, I saw it all on Chirpster today. It's also on Twitter. It's like, what? Also, their YouTube is called Cliplicious. <laughs> Cliplicious. Like, it, all of these little moments took me out of it so much. Yeah. Even like the fake countdown that they had for the disappearing videos. That was like Instagram, but it looked different. It wasn't quite Instagram. Yeah. Okay. I, oh, let's talk about the cold open because this is, again, oh. maybe maybe one of the only other things that links it to the original Scream franchise is that it has a cold open where like a hot teen gets killed, basically. Kind of like Drew Barrymore in the first scream. It's Bella Thorne, right? Is that confirmed, Bella Thorne? Yeah, okay. It is. Yeah. Uh, Also, Michelle, I do just want to say, I think you're being very generous by saying (laughs) uh, that with that old JVC camcorder (laughs) thing, they're trying to, it's like an homage to Scream (laughs) 4 or something. Scream 4 came out when I was in like grade 9 or something. (laughs) That was so long ago. Like, no one should have that kind of camcorder anymore. They should be recording it with their phone, like a normal (laughs) teenager. Yeah, but it's retro. Oh my god. And also... The thing about like horror movie references is what's the phrase? When you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that cold open, Bella Thorne, who is, if you Google like I did earlier today, like top scream queens of all time, she's in there. Bella Thorne has been really in a ton of I think newer horror films. She was so. in the Babysitter and yep. the sequel. That was really good. I really liked that one. I agree. Those were fun. Yeah, so the house that she's in, very uh, When a Stranger Calls vibes. There's like a big pool in the middle with this uh, jacuzzi, kind of like this uh, in this Mm -hmm. uh, courtyard uh, area. And she's getting texts and videos from someone who's stalking her. And then she throws on her tunes. And Aiden, I thought of you right away because... I made a... Oh, you already know. Yes. Literally one of my favorite songs uh, of the 2010s for sure. Here's the thing. It's like... So the the song is Liz is When I Rule the World. R.I.P. Sophie. Absolute legend. But uh, yeah, it's like the, the, the soundtrack was so weird because they had like Liz and a couple other interesting songs. But then they had like 
objectively annoying songs also. Yeah. I don't know if you guys picked up when the main character and her boy or her boyfriend or I'm already mixing up all of the characters, but in the the first scene um there's like a bad boy and uh, his girlfriend in the car and the song on the radio or on his iPod whatever he was playing is literally just like bad boy he's a bad boy bad boy <laughs> and like this is so on the nose and Again, those little kind of moments that shouldn't take you out of the full experience, but they do. Yeah. I, oh, sorry. This oh, is really oh, funny. I will, I will cut you off here. <laughs> here I am being like, oh my God, it'd be so much fun to do like screen the TV show with Michelle. Like I've never seen that before. I go and find it on Netflix. And you know how Netflix like tells you if you've watched something before? There's oh like my red- God. You watched the <laughs> whole thing. I, I watched the first <laughs> seven episodes. Oh, I don't even, no. I don't even know when, like years ago, I'm sure. But I just think that's so funny because clearly I didn't remember any of it. So. I also, I watched the full first season and I watched maybe half of the second season and I remember nothing. Wow. Whatsoever. Wow. I remember okay. that I didn't care that much. And that came through again, trying to watch the pilot again. Yeah. Wow. This is literally like when an artist drops a 25-song project. <laughs> and you're like, this sounds familiar. but And you've listened to it in its entirety on first listen. But when somebody plays it around, it's like, oh, is this... Is this new Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, maybe. It's yeah. me. But sorry, um, Aiden, I, cu- I cut you off a moment ago. What were you going to say? So Bella Thorne is murdered in her home. But before that before that moment, that scream pops out, She, her boyfriend is murdered. Wait, and- did you just call him Scream? Is that his name? You can refer it's to ghost, him as Ghostface. It's, it's fucking Ghostface, Aiden. But you're like my dad being like, oh, is that Zelda? And it's Link. <laughs> Don't call the movie Scream then. Call it Ghostface. <laughs> the original title of the movie was actually Scary Movie. Whoa. Oh, I love that. They, they changed it at the last minute. And it was so perfect because Scary Movie was that parody in the exact yeah. same way that Scream was. Damn. And the original title for the TV show was uh, Hush until they announced it. Oh, oh, wow, because Hush the movie was... Uh... Honestly, one of my favorite horror movies ever is Hush. That was a really good one. It's Man. so damn good. The And the woman who's in Hush, she is like the modern day... She's like Netflix's scream queen. She's in everything. She's in... What else is she in? Uh, she's in The Haunting of Hill House. Oh. She's in another horror flick that is coming out this month. Hmm. And good for she's, her. Yeah, and she's in the other... Uh, Hill House anthology, like the other season. Or oh, is that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I liked it. It, it had a good, uh, good finale. I haven't it's seen it yet. Super depressing. I had to stop watching it. Oh word. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's I did fair. see that. Wow. Another thing that we've seen that I forgot. It's Damn. one of those horror things where like all the lights are off, are off the whole time. Mm. And uh, I hate when I can't see anything on the screen. <laughs> oh, you'll oh, yeah. love that house party scene in Scream episode one when they go to this house party <laughs> and all their lights are turned all the way up <laughs> and they're eating like cold cut sandwiches. I'm like, this is the lamest <laughs> high school party yeah. I've ever seen in my life. They're all just sitting in this circle in a brightly lit house. If you invited me to that party, if anybody's listening right now and ever invites me to a party like that, I will unfriend them immediately. I, wow. I will unadd them on Chirpster. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cold open in this one. It obviously followed the same trajectory as the uh, the original Scream movie. It did kind of bug me that Bella Thorne was like naked within 
a minute of meeting her character and within Mm -hmm. two minutes of the entire show starting. But, you know, whatever. It's an MTV show. What I was thinking, though, was I wonder how much of the target audience of the TV show has seen the movie. Because there was Um. a lot of hype around Bella Thorne. She was in the promotional material and then she was killed in the first scene. And I think it had a very similar effect to Scream when they killed Drew Barrymore and no one was expecting it. And I think that sort of generational divide probably shocked a bunch of viewers and and Mm. they got to do the exact same gag as Scream did a bunch of years ago. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. What I found to be really frustrating about this show is that stylistically and also in terms of the casting, you know, you mentioned a moment ago that it's an MTV show. It really just felt like that. It felt like an MTV slash CW cookie cutter drama. It didn't feel like they could have really just made it their own, you know? Like there, there are so many series based on popular films. I think the most successful, in my opinion, is Fargo, which at once manages to be really similar to the original and yet completely different. Mm -hmm. Like they, they really find their own style every season. Is this an anthology series as well? No, I don't think so. Scream? Mm hmm. It is. The, well, the first two seasons are one story. The third season is a different story. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But it calls itself an anthology. Yeah, but but they could have, like, hired a really interesting director or showrunner. Like, they could have cast it better, I thought. Just everything about it in every way was so bland. It was and super so- lazy. And honestly, it made me appreciate CW shows more. Like, even a lot of the crappier YA shows that air on CW are at least more interesting and even, like, hold even your attention. Riverdale. Yeah, even, even Riverdale and, and Riverdale's casting so much better. Yes. Like everyone who was on that show is like a star now, pretty much. Like I just watched this show and saw well, I watched two episodes of it. Um, yeah, I couldn't name you. Well, I don't know what that necessarily says about the quality of the cast, but I just found everyone in it to be super, super plain. Also, yeah. sorry, while we're talking about casting, yo, these teens be old stop. as fuck. Oh casting. my God, I know. Late 20s, early 30s actors <laughs> as teenagers. Can we stop this already? <laughs> there's like I a know. there's like a hot teacher character who's like <laughs> as who looks basically- younger than the girl that he's assaulting. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. I uh, recently rewatched Grease for the first time in a long time. Oh, I'm so go? sorry. And uh, it's still fun. <laughs> it's still fun, but it's it's interesting. Like as a child watching it, the casting of thirty year olds, sometimes like late thirty year olds as high schoolers, was not uh, didn't jar me the same way uh, as yeah. uh, as it does now. Um, but yeah, watching it again, it's, it is kind of crazy. It's like, there are teenagers out there who can act real well. Just watch Degrassi. Like, you can yeah. find teenagers that can act. <laughs> when they introduce him and they cut to one of the students saying like, oh, he's the new kid from Atlanta. I, I thought like, like is he is he a TA? Is, that, where's his, is this his son there? Is he the dad? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, who's this thirty year old man? Yeah. yeah, in this class, are you a narc? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's happening? Just like full five o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah. talking about like, the history of gothics influence and uh-huh. how how valid uh, vampire literature is. Oh, so that that was the um, was that the same scene where one of the kids goes into this extremely self-aware that yes. it, it borders on super cringe where he's <laughs> well, like no, no, no. slasher shows could, well you go dan well no i was just gonna say that that's the only moment that harkens back to the original yeah. scream because gotcha. that's the uh that's the seth green uh, uh character 
Um, um, no, sorry, sorry, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. Yes, yeah. not Seth Green. I mean, <laughs> they're pretty much interchangeable, but... I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was what uh, Scream was really famous for when it first came out, was like, oh, that's so funny how self-aware it is. Right. Like it, but was probably handled way better with, like, a little bit more you know i feel like they did yeah. not execute satire at yes. all well i think you could have had a lot of fun with it because mm-hmm. the scream as a movie was satirizing other films right but exactly. with this one you really could have like taken the piss out of television and that yes. format and, and you could have talked about commercial breaks but then like had a really clever commercial that break. would like, have been really interesting this show feels yeah. like you know when you print something out and then keep copying it and like you print it out more and more and more until it's completely saturated and like all the colors are pulled and bleeding that's what that show this this show is that what the fuck are you printing <laughs> you, you know it's like no you know like you know when you like save a photo and then you just like continue to like blow it up and then it just gets like soup you know what no you know when you no. use a xerox machine like no we all do I'm, I'm tired okay i haven't printed something in like 10 years oh my i God. don't i don't know what you're talking about with the meta thing mm-hmm. the first time i watched it i was like cool i get it okay fun reference and watching it a couple more times it's just like the laziest use of meta conversations i've seen like scream was cool not because it was meta but because it was different and because it was Mm. subversive of and satirizing the trends and tropes in horror and making fun of them not just perpetuating all of them like the point was to change the sort of environment or landscape of horror and this it would have been so cool if they went in a completely different direction like that tv idea would have been awesome yes but they're just beating a dead horse they're not adding anything new to the conversation it's haha it's meta but like Mm -hmm. after you watch community like are you gonna do meta better than community right then don't do it right okay new metaphor you know when you have a printer and you're printing (laughs) out a bunch of something oh my god stop and your printer is running out of ink so with each new copy that comes out it's a little less you know like it's a little more desaturized and it's less intense is this a better metaphor i actually kind of remember because i remember being like and then your mom's like you don't need more ink and they're like can we just go to staples and then you go to staples and you realize ink cartridges are like 83 dollars and you're like (laughs) how could this be so expensive and then you try to go down the street to the internet cafe because in this timeline that's still a thing and then you're like here's my two gigabyte usb stick can you print these out and then you finally print them out and they're tolerable. They're tolerable copies. That's what this show is like. A tolerable copy. That, that's better. That's one I get because I do remember being like 13 years old and going to GameFAQs.com to, uh, to print off like full walkthroughs for all the RPGs right. I played on my GameCube. And my dad would be like, what the fuck is this? It's like 40 pages of like information about like Tales of Symphonia just like sitting in the printer. I have no printer related stories. I just want to say I would like go to EB Games and buy Have a Hotel credits. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. It's not related to the metaphor. I just want to feel included. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. One of us. One of us. But yeah, Michelle, I think that a show like Community, I think, is as subversive as you're going to get in terms of sort of spoofing the format. It's a shame this show really didn't do anything with that. The one thing that that character says in his little rant in that classroom 
is, uh, you know, how are you going to turn a slasher uh, film into a TV series? Just doesn't work. Slashers, they burn bright, you know? Like, all the characters, they get killed off in 90 minutes. So how are you going to do that in TV? It would just drag. And then the, <laughs> the ironic part is that this show fucking drags. It is... Oh, like, yeah. It's slow. Yeah. And also, because it's a series... All the scares, they're fake outs. You know that the person mm-hmm. isn't going to yeah. get killed. They're, like there's one kid who's like drowning in the lake or whatever. And then it's made to seem like it's the serial killer who's like pulling him from under or something. But it's it's literally just some other guy. <laughs> it's like one of the other teens. But no, because like, then they go. Okay, so I was going to ask you. I, I'm pretty sure it was the serial killer because at, like after that scene when he's rescued from the lake, the camera goes back to the lake. And there's like a VO where it's like, like a creepy voice. So okay. he was in the lake, but and also if he is in the lake, can he breathe underwater? I don't know. Is he supernatural? I think it's just like a fake out. I think oh, okay, it's okay. it's yeah. just a tease. I don't know. I thought that scene was going to be cool, <laughs> but they they just like cut things short instead of playing it out, mm-hmm. and yeah. it would have been better if they played things out. Like, uh, back to what you were saying about his sort of rant about how you can't do a TV show as a slasher. Like, you can. The same year Scream Queens came out. And Scream Queens, I think, did everything that Scream wanted to do. And they did it so much better. Could not agree more. Scream Queens, fantastic show. Memorable characters. Memorable cast. Hilarious satire, campy, makes fun of the genre, but not by playing into it and doing the same things over and over. Like at the near the end of uh, the pilot in uh, of Scream, he says, you know, because it's a TV show or whatever, you have to fall in love with the characters. You have to care Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when the team wins. You have to care that the teachers, you know, raping a student. You have to care about whatever. And that I think was a moment when I was like. Oh, I really don't give a fuck about these characters. I know. And they're, <laughs> I like, don't care. That speech, yeah. they're like, uh, she's like, oh, it sounds like Friday Night Lights. And I was like, you friggin' wish you guys were Friday Night Lights. <laughs> yeah. Like, referencing other TV shows doesn't make you subversive or witty or anything. You're just well, I'm going to take that as a personal attack. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, you're like, oh, that's 90% of my personality. I can't. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No, but really, like, it's not a it's not a theme to be referential. Like, mm-hmm. you have to say something interesting and new about it. Yeah. I wish that they had done that. Scream Queens is like the slasher TV show she tells you not to worry about, you know? <laughs> Scream Queens is like, and then this is just, yeah. And I feel like it's so underappreciated. I, I do want to point out one line that made me fucking die laughing, though. I just thought, uh, because it was so bad. So the main character, the like, she seems like she's the final girl. Uh, if you're familiar with that horror trope, it's the girl who just lives at the end of the movie, like in every fucking horror film. So Look in aside, this show, I just got a final girl tattoo a little while ago. Nice. Oh Whoa! Look at that. <laughs> Crazy. I love it. Well, I'm just showing off really quick. At first, I was like, I'm not qualified to talk on this, and then I realized I have a ghost face on oh my arm. Oh my god! Whoa. I literally have ghost face tattooed on your arm. She has. Yeah. The scream on your arm. <laughs> yeah. Ghost the face. Scream. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The scream. <laughs> sorry to cut you off. I had to shoehorn that in somewhere. <laughs> it's also, I in honor of this show, I got a bunch of teens kissing on my chest. So <laughs> <laughs> there was so much kissing in this show, you guys. 
I do just want to point out my my favorite line. My favorite <laughs> yeah. line. Oh yeah, sorry. Laugh so hard. Um, so the mother of the final girl is the woman who the deranged uh, Brandon James. Sorry. Yeah, there's a subway. Just give it a second. Brandon James is like a Mumford and Son. <laughs> He just sounds you know? like a dude. Like, yeah. he sounds like someone I was in, like, eighth grade with. Straight I up. was just remarking to a friend about how Brandon is such, like, a modern name. Like, I've never met someone, and they're like, oh, this is my grampy Brandon. <laughs> 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 so it doesn't feel like that long uh, ago of a story. And he's like, what's up? <laughs> Do you vape? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so... Okay. The uh, the mother of the final girl, she is the woman who the deranged uh, mass murderer from years ago had a crush on. Uh, and was, it was obsessed when, with, yeah. Yeah, he was obsessed with. Yeah. And so, and her name's Daisy, or at least she goes by Daisy. Anyway, there's a scene, modern day, <laughs> so she's older now, okay? And a package shows up at their oh, front door, and it says Daisy on my it. My favorite and scene, And there's too. a letter, and it's very creepy, and it's like, your daughter looks just like you, or whatever. And she's like, yeah. And then she opens the box, and there's a heart, like a bloody human heart in it. So she calls the police, and then, <laughs> and, then, and, then the police, and then the police shows up. It's this cop, and she's like, look at this. And, and he looks at the box, it's like, and, he just, and he just says, <laughs> and he just says, why the hell would someone do that? <laughs> <laughs> so unfazed. It's a box with a bloody heart on the, the counter. human heart. And he's like, crazy. Hmm, interesting. He says, why the hell would someone do this? He's like, I didn't order that on Amazon. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so – the delivery is so fucking funny. While yep. we're on that, I have to share my favorite line. It was when the daughter, Emma, is talking to her mom about dating the sheriff. Yeah. And she goes – you're not dead, mom. You're a coroner. Oh, my God. Oh, I was geez. like, if I was 16, I would think that was like peak writing. Like, <laughs> oh, it's cool. Like, she's a coroner. It, this teen is cool. I would have put that like in my MSN name somewhere. Wow. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Like, I feel like this show is, speaking of Riverdale, like everyone has like Jughead energy where they're all like snarky <laughs> and it just doesn't work. It's like you have to have a balance. Not every yeah. teen can just be like super snarky and like witty. Like you have to have the airhead. You have to have like the jock. You can't just all be like, you know, yeah. super snippy and like weird <laughs> and on that note i found the lead character emma to just it's part of this category that i've just started calling unremarkable blondes oh yeah man she's just there and things are just happening around her yeah i thought she was okay like i think most of the actors were pretty bad but i think she was okay it's just they didn't give her anything interesting to do like yeah. she's not an interesting character i yeah i definitely don't think she's like a, i think she was one of the more tolerable actors but yeah didn't uh, didn't have a whole lot to play with. All right. Well, you know, we've been talking about Scream Queens here and there this whole episode, which leads us to a little thing I put together. I should have given it a fun name. I don't know why I didn't, but I just wrote here on my notepad. Uh, Scream Queen Tournament. The, the tournament to, to crown the truly who is the greatest Scream Queen. Can I just end this game now by saying jamie lee curtis <laughs> save us all some time <laughs> i mean damn I, okay well 
He, here's the thing. I, I wrote down the characters, and I know that also, you know, we're talking about Scream Queens, Aiden and I, not very qualified. I thought that we would give our input, but Michelle, it would ultimately be you as the real life queen, Scream Queen of horror films. You just, you love horror. I don't Hell know. Yeah. It's a little, it's a game. Okay. So just... plead your case. <laughs> um, I'll try not to ruin it. <laughs> So we instead of East Coast and West Coast, it's a little a little turny bracket, as you can see here. I, I just drew it up. Oh wow, um, okay. And um, yeah, so it, we got East Coast and West Coast, um, but instead it's uh, old school versus new school. Mm-hmm. Old school being pre the year two thousand, uh, new school being post. Okay, so in the old school, uh, we got two matchups. Okay, Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. versus also yeah no please note i went with characters not the actors names so we're just going purely based on the character okay cool okay so we got laurie strode versus carrie oh that's wow a matchup number one that's a strong start is carrie the yeah. top seed in in the old school bracket i i think laurie is because as uh michelle as you said jamie lee curtis obviously you know yeah. One of the probably the all time greatest screen scream queen in terms of the actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the dream uh, scream queen. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I'm gonna slip up eventually and say scream queen. Uh, <laughs> so might as well get it out of the way with now. We all scream for scream queen. <laughs> <laughs> Matchup number two in the old school bracket is uh, Ripley from Alien versus Marion, who is uh, you may not know her by name, but she's the one who gets killed. Yeah, in Psycho, exactly. This is more just a test for me to test my trivia. Mm. <laughs> nice. And then over in the new school, we've got also two matchups. We've got Sydney Prescott repping Team Scream, uh, the OG, Nev Campbell, versus Aaron, who uh, the character's name is just Aaron. This is one I picked out because this is a horror film I really liked, and I think that she is one of the best Scream queens. She's the main character from a movie called uh, You're Next, which is a horror film that I'm I'm going to I thought it might be safe to assume you've seen Michelle. It's I have and going back to my terrible memory, I know I've seen it and I don't remember any of it. It's very much like like there's home animal alone. masks. Yes, and yes, home invasion. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. So there's a woman. She's brought uh, her fiance brings her to his family's big uh, like cottage estate for this like big Thanksgiving. And then one by one, they all get picked off by these people in animal masks. And she really steps up and just like Macaulay Culkin's it and sets up all these booby traps <laughs> and starts like taking out the killers one by one. Nice. So it's a very, very badass movie. A very uh, fun uh, horror romp. I highly recommend it uh, for anyone listening. And then the other bracket we've got in the new school division is Buffy versus Thomason, who is ATJ, Anya Taylor-Joy in mm. The Vavitch. And I really feel like, you know, she is probably our in current what? reigning. Sorry, it was cut off. What's uh, the title? The Witch. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. A, a New England folklore horror. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought she was fucking badass, man. Because, you know, spoiler alert, but at the end of that movie, she um, she basically becomes a witch herself. So, uh, anyway, let's start with the old school division. We got Laurie Strode versus Carrie. Who wins it? I'm going to say Laurie Strode. I have to. Yeah. She's she's my girl. Also, I guess it depends on how you define Scream Queen. I, I know. I Carrie, know that it's like, yeah. Uh, Carrie is complicated. <laughs> <laughs> 
But there is a very special place in my heart for Carrie because I remember reading the book when I was like 13 and being like too young for it. Um, and it's such a good story, but she's not a scream queen in my opinion. Yeah, and that's fair. I know that technically the scream queen term is reserved actually for the actress who plays like many characters or like noteworthy characters in horror films where they are like the final girl or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, or they take on the horrors. I know that in this case, Carrie is very much the threat. Like she's the one with superpowers and stuff, even though, you know, her peers really suck. But anyway, neither here nor there. Laurie Strode moves on. Who's she going to face off against? Ripley or Marion? Marion. I feel Mary. like Marion oh, really? just because the, the OG Scream Queen. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, no, I, I yeah. guess you're right. And Marion is played by an actress whose name I don't remember, who Mar- who had a child with Tony Curtis, who is Jamie Lee Curtis. What? what? No way. Yeah. Get the wow. fuck out. Yeah. Crazy. There's also a parallel within Psycho. Uh, there's one of the characters is um oh fuck i'm not gonna remember <laughs> it's the there's another character in scream that has the same name S- sorry she's she's played by janet lee janet lee there yeah. you go right oh yeah you know what i i think i've seen jamie lee curtis reenact or like a f- mimic the foe the very famous um screen cap of Marion like screaming in the shower. I think there's a a photo of Jamie Lee Curtis oh. imitating that. So that makes sense. This feels like a giant gap in my horror knowledge. I can't believe I just didn't know this fun little tidbit. Okay, so that means in the old school division, we've got mother versus daughter. We've got Laurie Strode versus Marion. Damn. Who who takes it <laughs> to rep the old school division? Laurie Strode a thousand percent because mm. Janet Lee's character Marion dies within like half an hour yeah the movie isn't even about her dying she gets like a lot of og cred for sure because that scene is so famous and stuff and that's sort of like maybe the first slasher well i don't know it's It's the first scream on film a lot of people don't know that no really oh shit (laughs) wow (laughs) it is however this is actually true it is the first toilet that ever oh, yes. makes it on film in America cinema. American what? cinema. Yes, yeah. I I did know that one actually. Yes. Was it because like people thought it was indecent? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. See this this is where I uh, succeed. It's just I love with it. the the useless trivia about toilets. <laughs> <laughs> that was on like every every movie poster in theaters. Like for yeah. Psycho, it was like see a toilet. Like you've never seen. Before. <laughs> Turns out Michelle also has like a giant toilet tattoo on her arm. <laughs> like, the oh, toilet. funny you mention it. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Um, okay, moving on to the new school division. Sydney Prescott versus Aaron from your next. I mean, I, we're just going to go ahead and say Sydney Prescott. I mean, because yeah. I can see the look on your face. <laughs> we don't need to. That was really just me going like, I like her. She's good. That'd be that like movie, put, putting up like Jamie Lee Curtis to like a minion or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very easy choice. Yeah, yeah. Sydney Prescott is a great scream queen. At first, I found her a little bit boring, but... Uh, she's a survivor, you know, she kicks ass. She doesn't just run away or rely on everyone else. She's often saved at the last second. Yeah. Of course. It's still a horror movie, but she does kick ass and she's still alive, you know, the character yeah. and the actor. <laughs> and that counts for something. Next up. Yeah. We've got Buffy versus Thomason, which 
I, I know, I know this one should seem obvious also, because Buffy, Legendary, whatever. Buffy's like, it, there's kind of an asterisk here, because it's a TV show. There was a movie, but it stars Christy Swanson, and mm-hmm. it's from like pre-2000. So maybe I should have even gone with someone else here. I just think Anya Taylor-Joy in The Witch is like, she's so good. I'm team Buffy on this one. If we're allowing this asterisk of it being a TV show, then yeah. I'm definitely team Buffy. Yeah, I think we have to include TV shows. Like, this whole thing is a TV show based on a movie. Fair so enough. I feel like that's fair. I'll allow it. Okay, okay. I don't think I've seen past the first 10 minutes of The Witch because it looked, like, colonial and boring. Oh, no, you'll love it. It's so good. It's it's very creepy. The same director directed something else that I also found boring. <gasps> Whoa. Uh, he did The Lighthouse. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Oh, okay. Well, the lighthouse just felt so masculine. The whole thing was like farting and jerking off in a giant phallus. (laughs) Yeah, but that's that's (laughs) I've heard charm of it. Yeah, it's not for me. Is fair enough. It can be masculine, and that's fine. I love a lot of things that are feminine, but not for me. I haven't seen The Lighthouse, so I'm not about to defend it. I just really love The Witch. I think it's so good, mm-hmm. and uh, it uh, it genuinely terrified me in theaters. Maybe I'll give it a second shot. Yeah, I recommend. The stuff with the goat is fucking creepy. Okay. <laughs> Where is that going? Oh, yeah. I'm concerned. Okay, so then we've got Sidney Prescott versus Buffy. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to come right out and say it. My personal vote is for is for Sid the Kid. Whoa. Because I love, I love the Scream franchise. Well, having just admitted at the top of this episode that I haven't seen Scream, I got to go Team Buffy. I feel like Buffy was just a little bit before our time. Like, my sisters were really into it. Yeah. And I watched it a little bit, but it was never my obsession. Uh, I think Buffy is probably a far better survivor and fighter. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to play favorites because... I'm the guest on the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sydney Prescott, 100%. Fuck yeah. Okay, we got Sid the Kid moving forward. That means we've got two long-time oh, Scream no. Queen slasher survivors. Oh, no. Laurie Strode versus Sydney Prescott. Who comes out on top? Um, I would like to hear any arguments you two yeah, have. Okay, let's talk about their arcs. On the one hand, Laurie Strode, uh, sort of a... Uh, shy timid high school student Mm -hmm. and then she gets more and more badass by h2o she is like come get me michael myers like i don't give a fuck like let's go she and jason x no (laughs) she should be (laughs) <laughs> this is a completely different franchise. Uh, H2O is my favorite in that franchise. It's good. Underrated. It's so I good. Yeah. Uh, and then in the more recent Halloweens, she's like an old lady and she's like a fucking alcoholic. And she's like, I don't give a fuck, Michael Myers. Like, come fucking catch these hands. And yeah. she's got a daughter played by Judy Greer, who is fantastic. And also a granddaughter who is now a teenager. And Laurie Strode is still out here being like... Hey, if he's got a knife in his hand and a William Shatner mask, don't fucking trust him. She's fantastic. We saw that in theaters, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah, we, that was we, fun. I certainly did. It was a good time. That was lost fun. 
Uh, Sydney Prescott, similarly, by the time Scream two or three rolls around, she is she gets she's pretty badass, man. And um, I like the whole like there's she writes this book and then the movie comes out based on the book and the movie within that universe is called Stab. Stab. I think you're right. I think it's called Stab. I don't know. She's really badass in that too. So it's both of them follow a similar trajectory in that they become just like these hardened. Uh, badasses who are like ready to take on whether it's Michael Myers or Ghostface they're just like they're strapped and ready to ready to throw hands you know yeah they don't fuck around that's for sure mm-hmm. uh, this is sort of surprising me actually um, I am leaning towards no I'm gonna be decisive about it Ooh, here we go here we go the moment of truth drum roll Laurie Strode oh <gasps> It's okay. so nice to see 20 years later, 40 years later, see how she's grown and matured and how that trauma has stayed with her. Like she's mm. a real three-dimensional person. She's not a topless girl running around screaming. And that th- that trauma causes conflict within her family and also yeah. becomes like part of the story of bringing together the family and the three different generations that are fighting the boogeyman. And I think it makes such a more interesting character to see 40 years later how it still really fucked her up. And Sydney is, I love Scream, but Sydney's not my favorite part of Scream. Like Ghostface, Randy, like the satire, the writing, those are my favorite parts of Scream. I always think Sydney is like a little bit, I don't know, damsely sometimes. Right. Uh, she is a fighter, but I think that Laurie Strode is just an infinitely more inf- interesting character. Yeah, fair enough. Well, it's so funny. I mean, exactly what you said would happen, happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, a.k.a. Laurie Strode, comes out on top. I think that is the right pick. And now we are going to move along to a little game we like to uh, play uh, here on Bad Pilots called The Price is Bad, in which we just guess the Rotten Tomato meter. Oh, score sure. of the show we just watched. So, Scream, the TV series. Aiden, what do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to say 30%. This is not good. Fair enough. Michelle, thoughts? Are we doing like prices right rules, like closest without going over? That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. I really want to just have my prices right moment of saying $1, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but do it. <laughs> I think it's a bad tactical decision. So, I'm going to say like, 58%. Ooh, oh my God. You were almost right on the money. Ding, ding, ding. Because Scream, the TV series, got 61%. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, as an average tomato meter wow. score. And the audience score is 60%. So pretty much right there as well. Wow. Yeah, I would not recommend this show. I don't think it's very good. If you're looking for a fun YA horror-themed slasher for this October to binge, uh, Scream. Uh, Scream sorry. for sure. Then Scream Queens, Queens, Queens. Is, is the one to go with. Yeah, it is. Scream Queens. Scream Queens. <laughs> check, out, check out Scream Queens on Netflix. It is the superior show, 1000%. Michelle, would you recommend this? I feel like I have a few like gripes with Scream that I just want to throw out rapid fire. It just, 
I, I wish that it had this like really cool identity that pushed boundaries and like knew what he was saying and made me see Scream from a different perspective, but they intentionally kept Scream out of Scream. So I don't know why they called it Scream when you're absolutely right. It's much more an homage to like Friday the 13th, Halloween, even a little Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Watch it if it's October and raining and you're kind of stoned and there's nothing else you want to do. Uh, and you don't really care about following a plot. Otherwise, I don't know. Fucking cares. Watch Screams 1 through 4 again. And Scream 5 is yeah. coming out soon. So watch there that. There you go. Wow, you're right. There's four movies that are just better. So and yeah. <laughs> each of them are roughly, you know, an hour and a half, two hours long. So that's like sort of a show. So yeah. there you go. Just, just do that. Aiden, final thoughts slash uh, recommendation slash uh, moment of zen. What you got? Uh, definitely watch this if you want to remove the part of your brain that enjoys seeing people kiss. Uh, <laughs> that's probably I don't remember I there being that much kissing. There is, you guys. You watch it again and you tell me. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I won't. But there, Yeah, good call. Um, no, there is so much uh, more to uh, use your time and energy <laughs> to, to stream. Um, so yeah, this is a pass from me. In terms of moment of Zen, I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my acting hat on here and I'm mm. going to put my, myself in the shoes of Ooh, the wow. teenager that was, uh, hosting that party. Um, the awful, awful house party. Oh, I, I wish you guys could see the fedora that Aiden just put on. Um, it's on, it's on tight. And, uh, I will be inviting all of the teenagers to this awful house party that I'm okay. going to throw. Okay. Right. <clears throat> okay. I will yeah. call the police. <laughs> okay. Guys, guys, what are you guys doing on Friday night? I have the answer. You're coming over to this weird house on a lake where a guy was murdered 20 years ago. Do you want to invite some friends? Okay, they better all be awful. They better be absolutely misogynistic, homophobic, and just like overall shitheads. Okay, tech from 2015 is the only thing that's allowed. If you want to bring a camcorder, that's cool. The lights in this house stay on. They're bright. I, I, if you want to bring your own lights to come, uh, that's absolutely fine. Don't worry. Bring your appetite as well, because I'm going to have a bunch of cold-cut sandwiches. <laughs> There's going to be platters of cold-cut sandwiches. No music is allowed at this party. If anybody wants to use the bathroom, you can do that. But I swear to God, nobody go in that garage. <laughs> My dad oh, yeah. says no one can go in that garage, even though there's a couple cool cars there. It's going to be the worst time of your life. See you at Friday 8 p.m. We love Woo. you. Bye. Party. Bye. Bye.